you're listening to Woe Nelly. I'm John Sherman. It's fitting that Nelly was born on a Sunday. In a life where one descends from preachers, marries preachers, and raises preachers, it seems appropriate to be born while your father is preaching. And that is exactly the situation under which the bundle of tenacity and persistence who we would come to know as Nelly entered the world. It was only following the final hymn that her father was able to give the benediction, and then go meet his first child. Legend has it, the congregation's final hymn was that all-time great, Because He Lives. That hymn was one that she would cling to throughout her life, which was fraught with unimaginable hardship. Nellie's parents never gave her a middle name. Is it possible they saw the future and knew that she would be known by three different last names throughout her life, and so decided that would be cumbersome enough? Plus, they made up for the omission of a middle name for Nellie by giving Dora, her younger sister, two. She was born Nellie Watson on September 8, 1907. She would become Nellie Hilmer when she married Irving on October 7, 1928, and this was the family name under which she bore four sons. Still later, she would be known as Nellie Gale when she remarried in 1949, and this was the name which she used until her death in 2004. With so many changes to her family name, perhaps it was best that her parents, Robert and Catherine, never gave her a middle name. It's important to understand the three surnames she used throughout her life, because of how this podcast will work. We need to lay down some ground rules, if you will. With the exception of this episode, the idea behind this show is that each episode will be mostly self-contained. We will jump from episode to episode to different points in Nellie's life. They will not be chronological. I will do my best to insert historical markers throughout for chronological orientation. None of this should be mistaken to say that different episodes will not reference each other, or that you shouldn't listen to them as they are published. My intent, though, is that you can listen to any episode at any time without any prior knowledge of Nellie or her family and understand what is happening. I certainly hope I will be successful in that endeavor. I also hope that you will come to love these characters, and Nellie in particular, as much as I do. It's also important to know that while the stories we'll be sharing are inspired by Nellie's life and legacy, Woe Nellie is not historical fact. Nellie was my great-grandmother, and these are family stories, which have been passed down through generations. People's recollections are not foolproof, and so the particulars of any given story may differ from how some people recall them. Over many years, Nellie has taken on an almost mythical status among those of us who knew her. I have no doubt that these people would join me in endorsing the status which I believe she's earned. Nonetheless, it's important to disclose that even beyond fuzzy memories and embellishments, the details of many of these stories have been lost to history. Throughout the series, many characters and specifics and gaps will need to be filled in. It is in these times that I will exercise some creative license. My intent is not to be disingenuous, but in any dramatization, certain elements will not match up exactly with historical record. My promise to you as listeners is this. At no point will I ever replace known elements with made-up ones or exaggerations in any attempt to fit the narrative. 
In law, there's a concept known as letter versus spirit. The letter of the law implies that everything matches up word for word. The spirit of the law carries a higher responsibility to the essence of the idea. Legal scholars tend to lean towards the latter, and I will do likewise. I will always do everything I can to stay true to the spirit of her story and the personhood of those people involved in it who are known to us. Most of all, I will always strive to tell Nellie's story in a way in which I would be proud to have her hear it. My intent is to honor her first and foremost. Perhaps it should come as no surprise that when Nellie passed away 15 years ago, she did so on a Sunday while her home church was in the midst of a rousing rendition of Because He Lives. Nellie's life had always had the church at the center of it. She summed it up perfectly one Sunday late in her life, when her son Ken, my grandfather, kept her waiting following the church service he had just finished leading. He apologized profusely. And Nellie's response? I was the daughter of a minister, the wife of a minister, and the mother of four ministers. I've spent all my life waiting after church. Of course, ministry being the family business runs much deeper than that for Nellie's family, but we'll get to that in time. She left an enormous hole in the hearts of those of us who knew her. While we wait to be reunited with her, I hope that this humble offering will be a way for you to meet this remarkable lady or to reconnect with her again and perhaps learn some of her story that you may not have known. Thank you for taking the time to journey with me through Nellie's life. Until next time, I'm John Sherman. See you along the way. Thank you.